0: What's up, everyone? Happy Thursday. Welcome back to NYU Grad's Daily Podcast. A lot to cover today. We actually uh, may go over the 15 minute target uh, runtime, uh, and I might drop a few f bombs. So, if you have uh, kids that listen, uh, if you're in a car listening to the podcast or on your speakers at home, you might want to put in your headphones or just Hit pause and uh, listen to this at another time. Um, lots to cover today. I don't want to digress from the format, so let me jump into breath real quick um, and start from the top. So today we had 410 new highs, and we had 177 new lows. That doesn't really tell much of the picture, right? Uh, if you've looked at the tape, and if you looked at like you know CNBC, uh, you know the markets were crazy up today. You had 72% of shares advancing, 24% of shares declining. When you take a look at the 50-day moving average, you have 35% of shares beneath its 50-day. When you take a look at the 200-day, you have 34% of shares below the 200-day. So not much change from yesterday when you take a look at you know headline breadth numbers, but uh, I would say that today was pretty much an orgy of BullFest going into the close. Um, even pre-lunch time, like around 1140-ish, uh, breath started to expand um, after a attempt to sell off. And mostly the Magnificent Seven, uh, as well as the Dow uh, components, all lifted higher. So, when you take a look at percentage-wise, yes, the Nasdaq and the S and P led percentage-wise, 1.3 and 1.25 percent, but the Dow is also up 0.97 percent. Keep in mind, uh, we had uh, a lead-up into earnings tonight for Amazon, Facebook, uh, and Apple. And everything started to rally into the close in anticipation of those earnings. Um, I don't know if the numbers leaked. I don't know if it was true anticipation, but Breath expanded markedly. And I want to also shout out uh, to the misfits at slopeofhope.com, especially Vulcan, who had posted yesterday that we may just snap back and undo all of the sell off from. Wednesday and that's basically what happened today um quite amazing and I'll go through some of this but um I digress let me keep going here I, I don't want to go off script because if if you know the the NC17 part of this call or this uh podcast if you wanted to out, I want you to at least get the um original flavor format So Microsoft was up 1.5%. This is all percent, okay? I always deal with percent. NVIDIA was up 2.44. Google was up 0.6. This is all before market close. Meta was up 1.9. Apple was up 1.3. Amazon was up 2.6. Tesla was up 0.84. Everything was green. Uh, There were some banking shares that were red, like JP Morgan was down 0.36. Bank of America down 1.3. Wells Fargo down 2.89. And you had New York Community Bank uh, who took over the Assets of Signature Bank when the whole SVB fiasco collapsed. They were down again almost 10% today after being down 40% yesterday. So there's definitely some smoke coming from that part of the forest. Um, So that was generally what happened between the start and finish of the session, okay? Um... A few housekeeping items, Uh, I I got an email from Substack and they're doing their, uh, I think they do this like once a month where they do shout out threads. So whether you're a pledger or just a subscriber, I would really appreciate if you go over to the link that I'll post in the show notes and just uh, quickly recommend the podcast and the Substack and why. I would highly appreciate it. Um, It would take two minutes of your time uh, but nonetheless, I would be very grateful. The end goal is to grow the community, find more like-minded traders and investors like us, um, and just to help more folks and the algorithm find the NYU NYU Grad Podcast and Substack. Um, so I'll cover the earnings in a bit. Um, I was actually on... Um, so if, if you follow me, I've posted quite a bit. Of videos and links out to Adam Taggart's thoughtful money and even when he was back with Wealthy on um, and I and I just love his content I, I think uh, when you look at like Mamba mentality and you look at mastering your craft he really knows how to interview people and you could tell he does his uh, subject matter research before the interview and I rarely see him come to an interview unprepared or underprepared. So definitely check him out. Uh, And in a few days, he's going to release a um, a video with uh, Axel Merck, who's the president and chief investment officer of uh, Merck Investments, um, which he's obviously the proprietor of. And it was a great episode. It's not available for free subscribers. It's only available for premium right now. But the reason I'm bringing this up is during one of the Q and A, I had to leave uh, t- to help my wife with something. And, uh, and and if Adam, if you're listening, I love the compliment you gave me. Uh, he basically said I have a lot of moxie. I'm a young trader, and I love it. Um, and I, that's the energy I want to give out. But in my soul, I am a run down New Yorker. I'm very cynical. Uh, I went to, uh, I was a class of 99 at NYU Stern. Uh, I grew up in New York, latchkey kid, uh, immigrated from um, an Asian country, uh, just to kind of stay a little bit anonymous here. Uh, was raised by a single mother for a majority of my life in New York. And just you know, I had to show a lot of grit to succeed. Um, and it dawned on me that although I kind of mentioned it in the about uh, the about page in Substack, I never really went through like a formal introduction. Uh, so this will be my attempt. So I've already said I'm a legal immigrant of this country. Um, I went to undergrad at Stern NYU. Uh, I've interned at both Goldman Sachs and Merrill Lynch. During my undergraduate degree, so a lot of us sternies would go work at Wall Street and do half days in class uh, to get experience and to compete for these jobs coming out of NYU. Um, So the reason why I did both Goldman and Merrill, and if if you're too young to know who Merrill Lynch is, think like Morgan Stanley. So they're like a brokerage house. Uh, like, um, I don't even know if you guys, if you're too young to remember what a stockbroker is, but there, you know, when you look at Wall Street, there's a buy side and a sell side. So it, for me, it was important to work both the buy side and the sell side. Um, so I got exposure that way. Um, and when I graduated, it was 99. So that's when the dot com uh, bubble was happening. So rather than pursue, uh, one of these jobs at an investment firm, uh, investment banking, I chose the route of going to a tech startup. And that kind of catapulted my career uh, over the course of decades. And uh, I learned a lot. I grew a lot as a person, um, did a lot of hard work, but then also managed. And it culminated um, with a tech company that I was with Uh, being acquired by Adobe and that was not only life changing financially but also it was just an unbelievable experience Um, and to uh, have had multiple years leading up to that and then being acquired by Adobe and having multiple years under Adobe uh, and boomeranging back multiple times um, to Adobe I, I saw what it because I've seen bad companies and I've seen how bad managers run bad companies, but I've also seen great companies. And I think when you look at Adobe, another company that I know gets a ton of great reviews and I've met a lot of the senior leadership there, it was Microsoft. Um, These are great companies that run their business very well. So after my stint with the global role at Adobe, Uh, I was, you know, keep in mind since I would say 2003 till this point in my journey, I was managing not only my own funds, uh, but also my family's investments. And I traded through not only the dot-com crisis and don't get me wrong, I learned a lot. I made a lot of mistakes during that time frame. And uh, I remember like even cutting class at Stern uh, just so we all could day trade, ask Jeeves. So, ask Jeeves, if you don't know, was a uh, a search engine that competed with Yahoo and uh, the likes of Netscape, uh, companies you probably never even heard of if you're too young. Uh, and their stock was exploding in the late 99s and early 2000s. And, you know, the bid ass spreads were going crazy, just like today. Um, it was like, you know, you you have an 11 o'clock class. You come out of that class right before lunch, and it's like it went from $180 to $230. Um, so we're like, you know what? Screw class. We're here to learn finance. We're, we're here to learn stocks. So let's, let's fucking trade. So that's kind of my background. And then, you know, obviously getting more mature, trading through the uh, end of the dot-com uh, craze, uh, then going into the Great Financial Crisis, uh, you know, then the whole fat finger fiasco. I actually made money on the fat finger uh, day. Uh, total luck. Sometimes it's good to be lucky than good. Uh, and, and now through, through today, so 2024. So that's a little bit about me. I just realized that the name of NYU Grad dot Substack might. Indicate that I just graduated from Stern or NYU. So that's not the case. Um, So, for those that didn't know, that's a little bit of background about myself. Um, All right, good. I didn't drop too many F bombs. But uh, going back to today's session, right? Like you have basically now the Magnificent Five. So, Tesla, while it was green today, it is underperforming its peers. Apple is underperforming its Magnificent 7 peers. Uh, although they were up, but I think after hours they're down um, handily right now. Um, so that's not good either. Um, Apple right now, it's 7.09 New York time. And I'm just going to go to um, online and just check. Because I think they were down like, three or four percent last time I checked but I'll get to my point in a second Oh, there's Zuckerberg's face yeah uh, Apple is down three point one five percent after hours now keep in mind they're a great company okay I have nothing personal against Apple I really don't I think they're a transformational company, especially under Steve Jobs. I remember getting my first iPhone, uh, which was the iPhone 3. Um, and then my last iPhone was the iPhone uh, 5S. Uh, and I knew when the iPhone came out, it was it was going to be a world-changing event. And keep in mind, I used to have a beeper in high school. I had the T-Mobile Sidekick in college. I had the Nokia um, phone, the StarTax, and when the iPhone came out and the, and it became um, 3G compatible and it was fast, I was like, this is it. Um, but the reason why I'm going through this is, you know, keep an eye on Apple, but they're becoming almost like a utility company, Uh they're growing at scale, which is amazing, right? Because they're they're a 2.8 trillion dollar company. Um, but my question is, where is their growth going to come from? Is it Vision Pro? Are we all going to put on goggles and uh, distract ourselves in the virtual universe? Um, I mean, hey, another uh, idea that I had was if Tesla keeps falling, if Tesla goes to 100 bucks or sub 100 maybe apple just buys them right elon wants his shares and he wants out just buy the company um we'll see what happens but i think their ability to grow at this scale is going to be challenged and they have a ton of cash we'll see how they deploy it speaking of cash to deploy i'm going to move over to meta and mark zuckerberg so this company I and I, you know, I keep it very PC, I keep it politically correct. I don't really put my personal emotions into the podcast cuz I want to be objective because this, we're just trading prices. But I hate Facebook. I hate Facebook with a passion. Um I've worked with them, okay? When uh, during my time at Adobe, I was servicing a lot of the Fortune 50 clients who work with Adobe. And Facebook um, and it's they grew to a point where they could dictate to the market just like Google what you know media is defined as what news is defined as what entertainment is defined as and they have so much power and they do very little to protect their users and their users data because the user is the monetization product so the harder it is to um share our identification it doesn't have to be pii personal identification but it could be like our cookies our browsers our our you know mobile ids our cross uh, device history that's how they make money and Now this company that has grown so large on the backs of all of its users is going to declare a dividend for the first time ever and the stock exploded the stock absolutely exploded um, after hours and that's great you know like for Wall Street for shareholders that are going to hold it long term uh, that is great but Enjoy the dividends while you can because at $452, I think that's like a PE of 40. They're gonna have to really, uh, they're gonna have a hard time growing, I think, at this rate. Um, And they know that, and that's why they are announcing this dividend is to keep shareholders captive so that they don't sell. And they also issued a 50 billion dollar buyback so these are the games that are going on right now Um, amazon i have not heard their earnings call Uh, i saw that their stock price was peaking and then falling a little bit after hours we'll see how they open up but you know again amazon apple meta These companies are so big, they're too big to fail. They're not going anywhere. But they wield so much power uh, and control of their ecosystem, it's hard to compete with any of these companies. Um, So with that, I want to just mention we're losing a little bit of the Magnificent Seven. It's becoming like the uh, Furious Five. Uh, so basically Microsoft, NVIDIA, Google, Meta, and Amazon. Like Apple and Tesla, we'll see what happens. But they're, they're less and less such. And if you want me to just pick the top two, it's probably going to be NVIDIA and Meta um, as the top two. Um what else did I want to cover today? Uh, the 10-year yield is crashing. We're going from like 4.1 to 3.8. And I noted yesterday on, on Wednesday, because yesterday both yields and stocks were down. And I said, typically from my observation, yields and risk assets cannot go in the same direction for more than 72 hours. From my observation, Just more like it's not like I don't have the exact data, but I watch the markets every day. Uh, I've never seen it happen for more than three sessions. Uh, Usually, what happens is one will diverge from the other, and today that's what happened. Yields kept going down, but stocks and risk assets went up. Now, the last thing I wanted to cover uh, was on Friday. Not only do you have to watch out for how these companies open, Amazon. Meta and Apple, you also have uh, the, the non-farm payroll numbers coming out in the morning at 8.30 and the unemployment rate. Um, I mentioned this yesterday. If the non-farm payrolls is revised last month negatively, like, oh, more jobs were lost, and the report tomorrow says, oh, there's a ton of uh, job losses, That may be seen as bullish, right? We are all losing our fucking jobs. That means that Jerome Powell and his friends can stop staying higher for longer. So we can continue this rally with Apple, uh, well, not Apple, uh, Meta and, and Amazon into tomorrow, into the close. But if the jobs number is like, better than expected and we're gainfully employed and we're you know the unemployment rate is decreasing that might squash this rally saying oh Jerome Powell might have to uh, stay higher for longer so this is the game that we're playing now and this is the other thought I had I watch uh, mostly on the weekends not on the weekdays on the weekends I'll try to consume a lot of content uh, just to see what I missed. I want to always see the other side of the trade. And see. Because obviously I'm a human being. I have my own biases. So I try to take that out as much as I can out of trading. But I do have my biases. So I actually seek out the other side. Um, and it dawned on me that. When, especially like during like holiday weekends. When I consume a lot of content. And I just think to myself, everyone is talking about the Fed cutting, not cutting, earnings calls, earnings, forward-looking P.E. ratios, and all this stuff, okay? Um, But at the end of the day, you have to transfer your funds and hit buy and hit sell. You have to actually do the job of trading, and I don't see too many people talking about that. Um, so why I'm bringing this up is, you know, I think about a lot about my journey, not having to work a full-time job anymore. I'm a hundred percent self-resource um, now. I eat what I kill. No one pays me a W-2 anymore. I don't count on it anymore. This trading is 99% of it. And that 1% is the Substack. So when you are consuming, not just everyone else, mine included, podcasts, uh, Substacks, YouTube, whatever, you can consume as much content as you want. But eventually you're going to have to get on that field and throw the fucking ball. Uh so I know a lot of you are near retirement cuz I get emails or thinking about when can you retire and what is going to happen after that. I am not a CFA, CFP, broker, but I urge you to arm yourself but then start to practice. Get reps, right? Allocate a small portion of your wealth And start to learn to trade Every day Because talking about it Talking about the Fed Talking about earnings Talking about this It's all a distraction Like I said yesterday with the sexy jutsu and Naruto It's all a fucking distraction You're going to have to hit the buy button You are going to have to hit the sell button and whatever happens, you have to take credibility or responsibility for that. So that is the hardest part of trading. Bar none. It's not the research. It's not the math. It's not the spreadsheets. It is the psychology of trading. So that's why I am doing the Substack and the podcast. I hope you listen to me every day. I I promise you, you will start to pick up things and you will get confidence. You're not always going to make the right decisions, but you will learn something. And there's many ways to make or lose money in the stock market. So my methodology might not fit you. Diego Perea, who I posted the YouTube uh, video the other day, talked about this very eloquently find the right trading uh, style that fits your personality you don't have to follow a specific method uh, so I, I hope this was valuable I know I ranted a little bit today but let me know in the comments what your thoughts are and, and just a quick reminder if you could uh, click on that shout out link and shout out NYU grad substack as a substack and podcast I would highly appreciate it Uh, I will see you all after the Friday session. All right, bye.